In reality television, the people are represented by two separate but equally obsessed attorneys. This is their podcast. Hi, I'm Ceci. And I'm Angela. And this is the Bravo Docket. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Bravo Docket. So today will be our part two on Melissa and Joe Gorga on their legal issues. I know right now people want to talk everything Vanderpump Rules, but this was our planned content. So we are going to finish out this two-part episode and then maybe switch on over to something Vanderpump Rules. I don't think anyone was expecting any of that drama to occur, especially not us. I think we were both like dipping back into old topics, so... There's a lot going on in the Bravo universe, not just Vanderpump Rules. So on that note, I wanted to note that we are going to be having extra episodes come out to give you guys more content. They aren't going to be long form. They will probably be more like our episode today and will consist of either question and answer episodes smaller topics like reading through a pleading, things like that. And we already have a really long list of discrete issues that we can't wait to cover with you. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. I mean, it's just gotten to the point to where the reality TV universe times legal issues is just not going to stop. I feel like every I feel like every five minutes I'm getting an alert or something or Ceci and I are texting each other saying, oh, no, did you see this? oh my God, did you see this? What's happening now? Someone else did something. So we are going to try our best to keep up with it and do shorter form reporting. Maybe they'll just be 10, 15 minutes. The same type of content that you get here is just going to be a shorter discussion of a topic. But that way we can maybe keep up a little bit more with everything that's going on, as much as our jobs will allow. Exactly. All right, so let's dive in. So this one is kind of a continuation on other Melissa and Joe Gorga lawsuits. And then we're covering the questions that you guys sent us on our Patreon and via Instagram. So you want to kick us off? I mean, the biggest question we got was answered in the previous episode. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to that one. Did 
Joe Gorga lose his dad's house. And we talked about all of that in the last episode, so listen to that one. One of the other questions we got was, is Joe Gorga banned from Home Depot? Ceci, is Joe Gorga banned from Home Depot? I don't think he is. It's kind of a funny rumor, though. (laughs) One of my friends from college was temporarily banned from Walgreens. I'm not going to get into that, but (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So I don't think Joe was banned from Home Depot, but my friend was definitely banned from Walgreens. (laughs) Well, now I want to know why your friend was banned. You don't have to name the friend. What did they do in the Walgreens? Shoplifting. She had, she stole a pair of scissors. She just had this joy that she got out of shoplifting, and I didn't condone it. I didn't benefit from it, but that was her her thing. I feel like a lot of kids go through a phase where they shoplift. I feel like every yeah, kid has a Yeah, but she was story. like 23. I don't oh. think it's allowed at she that stole age. scissors? <laughs> yeah. It was just for the thrill. I thought you guys were 12. <laughs> no, I said a friend from college. Oh, college. Well, you're really smart. You could have gone to college at 12 probably. I didn't hear that. Um, that uh, this is a total aside, but I don't believe in kids going to college younger than eighteen. I apologize I did. if you did or seventeen. I just don't. I started like, gifted kids that get brought like thrown yeah. into it early. My cousin did that. She went to college at like sixteen, and I just don't feel like you have the same life experiences. But well, no, I just had to pay for college myself, so I started going to community college while I was still in high school. I think I started when I was sixteen just to get college credits, but I wasn't in college. Yeah, that's fair. Getting college credits because I had to pay for my own college. So I guess this rumor about Joe Gorga getting banned from Home Depot was reported online several years ago. It was reported to the extent that Joe Gorga denied he committed the crime to Radar Online. Quote, yeah, I got locked up. I'm going to do 30 years, he joked. I mean, come on, it's ridiculous. I'm in Home Depot 10 times a day. I develop buildings. The managers, owners, everyone knows me. It's bullshit. Apparently, local Home Depot stores in the Franklin Lakes area were unable to confirm to Radar Online that an incident took place. So we don't think that there's any real teeth to that rumor. It's just funny thinking how that even came to be, like a random employee overheard or something. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, there were some thieves in our area that would go to places like Home Depot, big box stores, and just walk out very confidently with huge items, and they got away with it a lot. So it happens, but there's no proof that Joe Gorga was doing that. So the next question somebody wrote was, how do you think they are able to keep it off the show? And while they did not specify anything specifically, we are assuming this means the tude of lawsuits or legal issues we've discussed. And my answer to that is, if no one brings it up, it isn't a storyline. I know that there's lots of rumors out there that production protects the Gorgas. If no one wants to talk about it, it's not a storyline. Yeah, it's not like they start every season with a storyboard of what they're going to cover. So, Well, actually, in Not All Diamonds and Rosé, very good book, 10 of 10 recommend, they apparently do meet with the housewives They talked about that in the book. They meet with the housewives in the beginning and talk about what they have going on in their lives, what the conflict is, stuff like that. I mean, differently. I mean, it's not like they have a writing room and go with the producers and writers and come up with a storyline for the season. Yeah, I can see them interviewing the women to figure out what they're going to cover. But it's not like it's a produced show or it is a produced show, but it's not like it's like a written show where they have a storyboard and they're like, okay, today we're going to talk about Joe's lawsuit about this. 
unless one of the women brings it up, then they figure out how to integrate it into the season. Yeah. And, you know, going back and watching some of the past episodes of Real Housewives of New Jersey, I mean, you see Teresa saying things about Melissa, but you don't really say see her saying that much about Joe. And maybe I'm wrong about that, but I feel like, I mean, she's, I mean, she definitely has come after Melissa, but most of these lawsuits involve Joe. And then the big lawsuit that we talked about in the last episode in federal court over defamation, that one involved Andy Cohen and Bravo. So I have no doubt that they decided not to discuss that one on the show in connection with production. So the next issue is the lawsuit that was changed in monetary amount from $30,000 to $110,000. So Joe was sued alongside the Morrison Lofts Development LLC by a company called Country Concrete Corporation. It's a lot of C's. Joe was initially sued in November 2022 for around $30,000, But the complaint was amended in December 2022, and the damages were increased to $110,000. The Country Concrete Corporation is suing Joe in regard to his and Melissa Gorga's New Jersey mansion, which they moved into in November 2022. Apparently, after they spent $950,000 on the property, they hired Country Concrete Corporation to work on the property between the months of September 2021 and January 2022. Country Concrete Corporation claims they are owed money to cover the work and materials they put into working on Joe's home. So that is the lawsuit. Not a lot going on there. It was just an amended complaint filed in December. We'll keep our eye on it, though. The next question was, how did they afford such a lavish house? Gorga is a home builder. He does flip homes. He's got a lot of experience in that. So, I mean, he knows how to hire the contractors, but I would also say that the current house they're living in is quite a bit less lavish than their previous one, that big Montville mansion. They have income from the Real Houses in New Jersey. They have their house flipping business. And I guess Joe does, isn't he doing like stand-up comedy now or something? Yeah, they seem to have a lot of sideshows. Yeah. Melissa's Envy. Yes. So that's the next question. People were wondering about the issues with Envy. Now, we covered the big defamation lawsuit with her former business partner in Envy in the last episode. But what was the other big issue with Envy, Ceci? The counterfeit Chanel that Envy was selling. Uh, (laughs) It was counterfeit Chanel bags and other merchandise. Some of it seems very counterfeit. You could just tell by looking at it. But I remember the bags actually looked like knockoffs. I think probably a lot of people remember she had to post a very embarrassing thing on her Instagram, which I assume was required by the attorneys for Chanel, saying that Chanel has informed Envy by Melissa Gorga that all of the Chanel branded goods previously offered and sold by our company were counterfeit and illegal. As such, we have ceased all sales of Chanel branded goods and will not be carrying any such goods in our store in the future. I'm pretty sure everybody buying the Chanel from Melissa Gorga knew it was counterfeit, probably? Maybe? Well, I didn't remember this, but when I was researching this, apparently when she posted it, fans were commenting, people who purchased the items and sought refunds. They were like, we didn't know. Please refund us our money. And she deleted comments, turned them off. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they ever got their money back. Yeah, I looked up, I'd never looked at the Envy website before until we did some research for this episode. And I, I clicked on it. I put the link in the outline. Have you looked at it? 
I did. And I think we have different opinions because there's one shirt I really want to buy. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say everything was bad. And in fact, I think I'm probably in the minority on this, but they looked like the clothes that you would get from Target to me. I just can never find any clothes in Target that I like. I think you're going to incite some hate in that one. There I, is really good Target clothes. No, I, know I'm we, not, I'm saying I would say it's more like Walmart these. They're like logo tees. Okay, maybe they Target look like Walmart some clothes. Cute stuff. I, I'm not saying Target clothes are bad. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong. I'm, it's not like I'm too good for Target clothes. All I'm saying is I just can never find anything I personally like. That's all. Yeah, there's one top I like from Envy that I might buy. <laughs> I have a feeling you could probably find the same one somewhere else much cheaper. Do the reverse image search. Like I'm serious. Sonia by Sonia Morgan? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Oh my God, some of these stuff is really cute. Some of these beach cover-ups, I'm feeling it. I'm going to do a reverse Google image search to see if I can find these. I just reverse Googled image searched one of the things I liked. It's kind of all over. She's selling it for $209 and it's sold out. Other places have it for $210, $168. Walmart has a dupe for 31. <laughs> I might go with the Walmart dupe. I'd say it's probably the same company that makes it. All right. So what we're assuming happened is, like I said, Melissa probably got a cease and desist or cyst and deceased, as we like to call them on this show and in the Bravo universe letter from Chanel and which required her to state that the Chanel she was selling was not real. And then she did that, and now she no longer sells fake Chanel's. All right, what's the next question? I just can't believe they didn't realize that they weren't real when they were selling them. I mean, I feel like everybody in Jersey or in the area has a guy that has stuff on the back of Mm -hmm. a truck who has the good fake stuff, and it's a thing. I feel like that's Mm -hmm. very common. Okay, before we move on from Envy, Geneva from Patreon asked, why was Andy Cohen named in the Envy Gorga lawsuit? So the lawsuit with Jackie Beard Robinson, the defamation one that we covered in our last episode. And it's because he said one of the supposed defamatory statements. So he got at it and probably just to try and get more damages. Yep. Soon anybody that has maybe deep pockets. So the next question that we got was, did they have balloon loans? So first we're going to explain what a balloon loan is. And a balloon loan is a real estate loan that has an initial period of low or no monthly payments. And then at the end of which the borrower is required to pay the full balance in a lump sum. A lot of times home builders or home flippers like Joe will do a balloon loan so that they have lower costs because it's not like when you're buying your house and you're planning on living in it for 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Yeah. So the balloon mortgage is used often by businesses in the construction industry as a way to obtain short-term financing for construction projects without offering collateral. In this case, they are generally short-term loans that have higher interest rates than conventional collateralized business loans. The construction company might take out a loan for a year or 18 months and then refinance with a lower rate mortgage using the newly built structure as collateral. I think the reason why the person asked that question is that was supposedly one of the reasons why people were saying that Joe lost his parents' house, that he took out one of these type of loans and then had to pay it off. And so he had to take out the $500,000 mortgage on the house that was already paid off to pay off the balloon loan, 
We don't know about that, but we do know that it's very likely that he did have balloon loans because those are very commonly used by people in the construction industry like Joe. It doesn't mean he's done anything wrong. It doesn't mean that he lost his parents' house. Again, we've explained the details of that in the previous episode. The next question was, do they really own apartment buildings? Ceci, do they really own apartment buildings? Yes. (laughs) You guys had a lot of property questions about the Gorgas. It is not fun searching property records, especially when you're searching property records for someone that has had a construction business or home flipping business. There was a ton of them, and they're not fun to search. But I did find proof that they really did own apartment buildings. So, yes, they did. All right, the next question. Ceci, did Joe Gorga forge Nono's signature on the $1 deed sale? We do not believe so. Do you want to talk about why? There's been a lot of stuff posted online with people saying, oh, when he put his parents' names on it, there was a deed sale for a dollar. That's a very common thing to do when you're just adding someone's name to a deed. But we don't think so. One of the things that people have been saying is it wasn't signed by a notary. It was signed by Frank Catania. But at the time that was signed, Frank was a practicing New Jersey lawyer in good standing. And in New Jersey, all lawyers are notaries. And I just don't see any evidence that that was forged. And if you want to learn more about why Frank is no longer a lawyer, we have an episode on that. So go check it out. Yeah. One of our earlier episodes, I really liked that episode. It's Jersey versus Girardi. And it talks about what happened with Frank and kind of compares that to some of the things that Tom Girardi did. He took money and then put it back and no one was technically harmed. But that is such a breach of a client trust account. You're not even allowed to do that. So we explain all of that in detail. And it was pretty interesting. Okay, next question. Is there something shady with Joe's multiple failed businesses? Business is hard. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just look at how many failed businesses there are across the Bravo sphere. Yeah. My response to that was, if they file for bankruptcy, we will find out. Because as we have learned from the Judy Chase, the Chris Lees, from Abby Lee on Dance Moms, If the Gorgas ever file for bankruptcy, that's how we'll find out. We're pretty confident about that. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, moving on. What about the pizza place, Gorga's Homemade Pasta and Pizza? And honestly, now I'm hungry. I've not eaten dinner yet. Well, yeah, I told you after I saw this I was going to order pizza the other day, and I did. So I'm actually going to text my husband and ask him if we should order pizza because <laughs> he's not... I just the mention of any food makes me want that food, and this pizza looks good. But it's called yeah, Gorga's Homemade Pasta and Pizza. Apparently, they have great meals. Chicken parm is one of my favorites. <laughs> it's just, it sounds great or it sounded great. Yeah, the review of their pizza place from NJ.com was actually quite a bit better than I was expecting. I was expecting it to kind of rip them apart. God, I love chicken parmesan. I'll have to make it for you sometime. So <laughs> NJ.com brought along someone named Pete Genovese, who is, according to this, the Munch Mobile SAR. I don't know who that is. And then Food Dude in Chief of the Pizza Patrol for an expert's take on Gorga's homemade pasta and pizza the day after the restaurant's grand opening. And they tested two pizzas, a pasta and an entree. They point out that Joe wasn't behind the counter or anywhere near the stove and that the chef and much of the staff and much of the menu is a holdover from the restaurant's previous incarnation as Salugo Bistro. That's just like the prior yeah. place that was there. So what they did is just kind of rebranded it and then I'm assuming hoping to use the Gorga's, I guess, air quotes, fame to promote it. This business did not go well. It was another sort of business divorce. So what did Melissa have to say about this? So she said there was a couple shady things going on. The lines are out the door. You can drive by Gorgas at any time of the day. It's like, wow, we are overwhelmed with the amount of people. Listen, I have envy. It's manageable. People shop online. The restaurant, when I tell you every single person in America wants to come and try the pasta, which I don't blame them because it's amazing. The line is out the door anytime you go. It's a lot. And we're just regrouping because we don't want it to go in the wrong direction with every, everything. Service, service, service. And I'm being dead honest with you. The food's amazing. Our concept's amazing. We need to regroup and make it bigger and go down the street and do it solely on our own. I told my husband, I was not going to say this, but I told you so. No partners. That was from Melissa's Bravo TV blog, which is Ceci and I have talked about. We miss the blogs. We wish they just mm -hmm. had the blogs and no social media related to the shows. But page six told a very different story about this. We don't have a copy of this, so we had to rely on page six. But it says page six exclusively obtained a copy of the cease and desist letter that the Real Housewives of New Jersey stars sent their business partners, Robert Bobby Gaccioni Jr. and Jerry 
Saragone and Richard Ricci Carroll on Wednesday. In the letter, the couple demands, meaning Joe and Melissa, that their partners refrain from using the Gorgers' names and images immediately. And they also want their lawyer to be sent a detailed accounting of the profit they've made using the Gorgas name to rebrand the restaurant. They also ask for a return of their initial investment in Salugo and damages relating to the Gorgas infringement and right of publicity claims. Ceci, what is a right of publicity? Yes, I've talked about it before in the context of Bethany when she filed a lawsuit against TikTok. And right of publicity is basically, in California, anyone has a right of publicity. You don't have to be a celebrity. I don't know if the law in New Jersey is the same. But it's typically easiest to think about when you're thinking about a celebrity. And it's it's kind of like your your name, your likeness, your image, like your secret sauce is being used by someone else to sell their thing. So in Bethany's instance, she was saying that her voice was being used in ads to sell sweaters or cardigans or something. They were they were profiting from their use of Bethany's name. Like if it wasn't for Bethany's voice, Bethany's name, they wouldn't have made the money. It's basically what it is. So they're saying, hey, take our name off of here. You're using our celebrity status still to profit and you can't use our right of publicity anymore. Please stop. Apparently the Gorgas, even though Melissa said the restaurant was amazing and the food was amazing in her Bravo blog and that it was super successful, they apparently sent cease and desist letters saying you can't put our names on this. So who knows? Unfortunately, there's no legal documents for us to personally look at and review. It doesn't appear a lawsuit was filed. So it just looks like this was a business divorce. I do want to add, if people ever get cease and desist letters, just send them to us so we can talk about them. Yeah. (laughs) I've been pleading for the recent ones that have gone around. Just send them to us. We want to talk about them. You can send them to page six too, but come on, send them over to the Bravo docket as well. We will give an educated analysis of them. Yeah. And we're very fair. All right. The next one was, what happened with the garbage truck business? So this is in, I think, season six. One of our Patreons, Kate S., also asked what happened with the weird paper shredding business. This is actually one of the questions I had going into these episodes on the Gorgas. For some reason, Joe Gorga driving up in that weird blue paper shredding truck that he didn't tell Melissa he bought was burned into my brain. They pulled up in it and then never said anything else about it. So <laughs> that is random. It it is. I mean, there's a and it, Joe said on the show that Melissa didn't know how many millions he'd put into this. But I'm assuming that's an exaggeration. There's no reason why a paper shredding business should have cost millions. Well, on the shredders, I mean, he could have just gotten one from the auction of office supplies and materials that happened with Jardy Keese's law firm. Well, <laughs> the just timing get one from wouldn't there have worked for like $4. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know what happened. We the thing is there was no lawsuits filed over this. We would love to answer more of your questions about it. This was a question I had. This had been bothering me in the back of my brain, but there was no lawsuits filed over it. We can't find any legal pleadings. I looked up all of Joe's businesses on the New Jersey Secretary of State and didn't see anything that looked like it was related to the paper shredding business. Unfortunately, we can't answer this question any further, but we agree that it's weird. <laughs> yeah, this is so weird. It's so weird. I obviously didn't watch this season, so I'm just like learning about this for the first time and I'm shocked. Like, what? So he, yeah, I should have had you watch this. Joe drives up in this paper shredding truck and he's all proud of himself. And Melissa's shock looked real. It looked very real. And he hadn't told her about this business they were starting. And then you just never heard about it again. I mean, 
I don't feel like people have that many shredding needs unless you're a business, in which case you probably have a trash can that is a shredder thing and a company comes and picks it up and shreds it. I mean, all, or you, all law firms do. Like, I'm sure in your law firm, I know in my law firm, we have these special bins that we put documents to get shredded in. Yes. But yeah. Or you go to Staples, like if you're a normal person. Right. I don't know. I guess people are shredding a lot of things in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. And then, all right, next question. Are these normal lawsuits for a developer? We, in the last episode, we talked about how there were so many kind of smallish lawsuits over construction-type projects. We didn't include them all because it would have honestly been kind of boring. But the answer is yes, pretty much yes, yes and no. I mean, if you work in the construction industry long enough, if you're any type of contractor, eventually you're going to have to file a lawsuit to get paid or... Someone's going to sue you for not paying them. And a lot of times that happens with disagreements over it's like, well, I'm not paying you because you didn't do the work or fix it the way I wanted to. These are not abnormal lawsuits for a developer. And anybody that does construction law or defense knows, for example, if you sue the contractor that built your house for defects, they're going to plea in all of the subcontractors. So the stucco person, the plumbing guy, the electrical person, everybody's going to get sued as part of it and point fingers at each other a lot of the time. So I wouldn't say it's super abnormal. What is the next question? What about the spat Joe Gorga had with the renter he evicted? Oh, yeah, that YouTube video was unpleasant. Did you watch it? No. It's it's unpleasant. Oh, wait, no, I did watch this. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah. Well, it was only eight months ago. Why did it feel like years ago? Because so much has happened in the Bravo universe legally. I know. <laughs> in that time. So what happened with that was... Joe had him evicted. Unfortunately, we only have Joe's statement on it. And according to Joe Gorga, he said, what happened was I knew this guy and he had no credit. He had no money and I allowed him in. I gave him the chance, gave him the opportunity. He paid me for three months and then stopped paying me, avoiding me. So, I mean, if you own rental properties, that's a thing that happens sometimes. But we don't know the other guy's side of the story. But he did end up getting the renter evicted. So Greer from our Patreon asked, didn't Joe get caught using other companies' remodels as his own to advertise his business on social? Did anything come of that? Sessie, what happened with that? Well, yeah, he did get caught using other companies' remodels as his own on his Instagram. And I don't think anything came of it in terms of like any legal documents that we could find. But he did get publicly called out by two different people for using images without permission. So it was the photographer who took the images and then the person who actually did the remodel both came out against Joe for using images of kitchens that he said he remodeled. Why would you and even I don't do that? Explicit- like, huh? Why would you even do that? You're on a well, reality Well, here's TV the thing. Show. I don't think he explicitly said that this is a remodel that we did. I think what he said was like, I think he put it on his Instagram to show the type of look that he goes for in his remodels maybe. Mm-hmm. But even so, you can't just steal someone else's image and use it as your own. And like the, I think it was the photographer said, just credit me. Credit me in the comments, which really crediting someone in a caption doesn't mean you're in the clear legally. I just want to note that. But this photographer was like, just credit me and it'll be okay. But Joe didn't. But yeah, I don't know why he would do that. It just seems like you're just asking for it. And then I guess Joe actually claimed that he was part of the remodel (laughs) of the kitchen. And the designer 
it's the president of Design Depot, said, no, he had absolutely no involvement in this renovation. So I don't know what he's talking about. And <laughs> Gorga ended up blaming it on interns. Said, these interns are posting these images without my permission. That also doesn't hold up. That's not a defense in court. Yeah. So what you doing, man? I'm just also really tired of people, reality star people or even famous people blaming things on their staff. As an attorney, mm-hmm. we would never blame anything on our paralegal or our secretaries. You protect your support staff. And also, it's on you. You were the one responsible for making sure things are correct and accurate. That's on your shoulders. That's why you're the one in front of the court. Even if one of my support staff did accidentally screw something up, it's still my responsibility to check it and make sure it's correct. Yeah. It's your employee. Their actions. And it's your account. It's your account. (laughs) The next question was, does Joe Gorga actually have a job? Well, he is a house flipper contractor. There's plenty of evidence that he actually does do those things. I mean, he's buying homes. He's selling them. They own properties that they get rent from. There's plenty of evidence in the public records that he does actually build and sell homes. Just don't look at his Instagram for that evidence. Yeah, just don't. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) the next question was, what is the name of Joe's company? There's not an easy, quick answer to that. So, Ceci, do you want to talk about what is a company? I mean, that sounds like a really basic question, but it is a legal entity. If you have an LLC or if you have a corporation, what do you do to file that? You file on the Secretary of State website. You pay a fee. You file some documents. You're registered agent. You file your location. You file a name, who the members are. That's really it. Yeah. And then you get an EIN, and that's just easy. You get it immediately. You just go on the IRS site and request an EIN for your company so that you can 1099 people or file taxes for it. And it's really it's really easy. You don't even need an attorney to do it. I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't use an attorney, but I'm saying literally anybody can go fill out the documents and pay the fee and start a company. Every state has a Secretary of State website, and that's part of what the Secretary of State does. And you can go on there and you can search either for business names or for registered agents or for principal managers or owners. And different states will give you different stuff. But if you're ever curious about if someone owns a business or what businesses they own, you can just go to your state's Secretary of State website and do some searches and pull that up. Joe has a lot I searched under principal name on the New Jersey Secretary of State, and there's a lot. And that's pretty common. So you'll start an LLC for whatever home you're developing because then all the costs go into there. There's tax reasons for doing that. Literally, LLC means limited liability company. So that way the business gets sued and you don't get sued personally. So it does protect you. 10 Courtyard Street, LLC. There's a bunch of these. There's Claremont 231 LLC. Then there's one that just says Gorga Enterprises, Inc. I don't know what that is. The, the documents don't say. Grow with Gorga, LLC. I have no idea what that is. I don't, actually, I don't want to know. <laughs> Joe's a principal on all of these, and there's a lot. I mean, I'm only naming a couple. One thing I want to mention on the EIN discussion, was it Mia on oh, yeah. the Potomac <laughs> reunion, yeah. the third part? Where she was telling Jacqueline, her friend, like, G was your mentor. He encouraged you to get an EIN. Yeah. 
Mia, I... Where was she going with that? I don't know. But it's also, you don't need anyone's help to get it. You just go to the IRS website and fill out a form and you get it immediately. That doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I was going to text you when I saw it, but... I was like... I'm glad we're talking about it now. I was like, what? Yeah, I I totally agree with Ben and Ronnie on Watch What Crappens about... Mia. She's not even fun to watch because she just lies about everything and gives nonsense answers. It's, yeah. There's no substance there. But she doesn't understand what she says. I, yeah, not great. All right, this last question. <laughs> Janelle from Patreon. Did Joe's spray on hair ever come out of Richie's sweater after that big fight? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to guess no. I have a feeling no. It probably is still in there. Yeah, that stuff sticks on. We know you were kidding, Janelle, but we really like the question. So that's what Joe yeah. should have done. He should have come up with his own. Can't you just see him on a like late night infomercial selling his own spray on hair? Yeah, maybe that's what Grow with Gorga is. <laughs> that's probably the best thing that could be. Yeah. So that brings us to the end of our Gorga coverage. Until they get sued again for something Until... else. Until... Yeah, until something else happens. And thank you guys for asking all the questions. And it was actually really fun to just kind of go through these questions and not be so serious. Check out our Instagram. We have a website, bravodocket.com. If you have questions or corrections to an episode, you can send them to the bravodocket at gmail.com. We've got our Amazon finds linked on our website now, so they're easier to find. And join us on our Patreon. We have a lot of fun with our Supreme Court members. And thanks for listening. Thanks, legal team. Yep. Thanks. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Bravo Docket is part of the Acast Creator Network. <laughs>